Welcome, everybody. 18th official Greyhound Time podcast presented by Almonds. I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. And today we have two divers on the podcast today, uh, Brooke Becker and Bridget Walsh. Uh, how are we doing today? Pretty good. We're good. Yeah. All right, before we get into it, guys, I'm feeling a little hungry. Uh, I know you guys are feeling the same. Where should we go for dinner? Almonds, for sure. Yeah, almonds, great spot, 8127 Maryland Avenue. You know, you already know what it is. You got the gumbo, the chicken, filet, salads, vegan options if you need it, gluten-free options if you need it. Come through, 8127 Maryland Avenue. All right, so... um. Now for your guys' season. Um, so first, can you just kind of give us a rundown of what like a day-to-day schedule looks like uh, for your practices? Okay, so we usually practice for like an hour and a half or two hours, and we probably stretch for like 20 minutes and use like some dry lands, uh, which is just like workouts. <laughs> um, and then we get on the board and like do a few approaches front and back and – um, <laughs> and then we started our dives and run through probably all of our dives within the practice. <laughs> okay. Um, so are there any like cool dives that you guys do? Like what's like a good dive? Cause like, I don't really know. So I'm just like wondering. Um, it kind of depends like from diver to diver, like what your favorite is. <laughs> um, my favorite category is probably inwards. I think those are really cool. Um, but Brooke does some pretty good twisting dives. Yeah, which, twisters whoa. are my favorite. They look those look really cool. I think, but I think all the categories have their like own kind of dive that stands out. So it just depends on the category. Um, can you guys kind of go through the categories and what dives are in the categories? Because I don't really know a lot about <laughs> diving. <laughs> Uh, so there's five main categories. There's front, back, inward, reverse, and twisting. Right. Front is just your standard front approach, front dive. Back would be your back dive. Um, inward would be you start you start on the board like you're gonna go backwards and then dive forwards, and then. Oh, oh I, get that. I get that. Reverse would be like you're going off forwards and you flip backwards. So like a gainer. A gainer is like what most people would call it. And then twisting can be any category, front, back, reverse, inward, but it always has a twist. So how, um, I mean, how difficult is it for you guys to uh, like perfect your dives and like how long do you guys normally take before like you can like do a dive at a competition? It depends on the dive. Um, Some of the dives like some of the flips you have to really learn the timing before you can compete it but some of the twisting dives are a lot faster for you to get in a competition a lot of it depends on like if your approach is good um because that kind of like sets the whole dive up um so if you have like a really good approach it's fairly easy to get new dives if you have like the right mentality and like are just willing to go for it um yeah what does a, a typical meet look like? Um, yeah, so did I just turn it? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so first there's swimming. How many events is there? There's like, I think, 10, 11, 12 events in swimming. Yeah, and so we start off with swimming, and then halfway through, diving starts. 
Um, there's only three um, divers that can compete per team. So, like, a maximum of six for, like, a um, – What's it called? A standard meet. Yeah. And then <laughs> each diver can do six dives. You're supposed to do every category once, and then you choose one category to do twice. And then each week is a different like category. So, like for example, last week was front week. So the first dive can't go above like a 1.8 difficulty. And then um, – or like it can, but you will only get credit for 1.8. Um, and then – you can just choose your dives after that. Uh, so what's the highest score that you guys have gotten on dives throughout the past three or well, four years now? And can you also explain, like, how the scoring works? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, like, there's three judges. Um, one is the coach of your team, one is the coach of the other team, and then there's the ref. Um, and so it's based on, like, a 1 to 10 scale. Usually high school goes from, like, 4 to 8. Um, usually don't see a lot of eights <laughs> or higher. Um, but then um, it's multiplied by the difficulty of the dive. Ooh. So if you have like a harder like dive, yeah, it gets multiplied by that. So you get more points. Um, yeah, they just add up all the scores, multiply by the degree of difficulty, and then they add up all those individual scores from the six dives, and that's your score for the meet. Yeah, and then there's also like 11 dive meets, which are like, bigger ones <laughs> um and so for that you have five judges but the highest and the lowest score cancel out and then um it's also still multiplied by difficulty um what's your highest score highest score <laughs> i'm not sure i really remember probably i think i've gotten an eight before dang yeah same <laughs> wow usually they're on easy dives though <laughs> <laughs> um so as you know some seniors on the dive team um what do you guys do to lead the team every week every day um usually what we do is we just try and help with new dives mostly just because it is such a mental sport that it does take a lot of support from teammates and coaches to like get the courage to do a new dive especially if it's a new category and then also like different perspectives is helpful because, like, there's different types of divers who, like, know different – or, like, have different specialties. Um, and so just, like, we have five divers this year, so there's three – they're all sophomores, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, so um, they just – two of them – no, one of them started this year, and then two of them started last year. Uh, one of them has a gymnastics background, which is helpful. Um, and then just kind of, like – being like the example diver if they're learning a new dive or like need help mentally or anything. So you said that diving is a pretty mental sport and you have to be pretty strong mentally. Um, so <laughs> how often do you guys like flop in the pool or like get hurt or something like that doing a dive? And is it ever like difficult to like get back up there <laughs> and do it again? Um. Okay, more than flopping I would say is – you do what's called balking, which is where you just do an approach and you don't actually do the dive that you were supposed to do. <laughs> um, but it does happen sometimes that you'll try something new and you'll flop, but it only hurts, I'd say, for like five minutes. Well, that depends. So, like, I think our freshman year, like, we're not expect we were not expecting, like, how bad it would hurt. Um, but then, like, as time went on, we got kind of, like, more used to it or, like, maybe we just expected it more. It didn't hurt as bad. 
but then like also just different injuries other than smacking <laughs> we're pretty good at that yeah. uh one time i was trying to do a back one and a half and i need myself in the face <laughs> and i got a fat lip and a bite mark in my knee <laughs> Um, one time I was doing a double and I, the time before I smacked my back. And so this time I decided it would be a good idea to not come out of the tuck. And so I smacked my face on the water and got two black eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh one time. <laughs> this was during um, a warm up for a meet, which is just not a good time to, for this to happen at. But um, I was doing a reverse one and a half and... Um, I thought my approach was really, really good, and um, then I smacked, I, like, turned around, like, doing my reverse one and a half, and then I came out and smacked my hands on the board, and was, like, an inch from, like, hitting my head, <laughs> and then I had to compete it. <laughs> one time, um, it was in the warm-up for a competition, and I almost hit my head trying to do an inward one and a half. And my mom got mad at me, and she wouldn't watch me compete. <laughs> oh, this oh, no, is no, a, no, hold no. on. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. This is not not even on. <laughs> this is not even on the board. But um, one time I was prepping oh, for. <laughs> I was prepping for an inward one and a half, and so I was doing it on the side of the board, um, like on the ground, like just doing my approach. And then my feet swept from under me, and I face planted on the cement. <laughs> All right, I think you're scaring a lot of people from diving. It's a good time, though. So numbers are going to probably go down in the next couple of years. Um, but kind of the second part of that question, is it ever difficult to kind of get back and like, keep trying, even though you just like got pretty hurt? Yeah, so like I guess like freshman year, especially when we weren't used to smacking, um, one of like our coach, Janet Holliker, she would like focus on us um, doing the dive again after we um, hurt ourselves. And so like, she would just try to minimize the time that we focused on that because it's so mental. Like if it gets in your head, it's really hard to do it again. So doing it right after you get hurt is like one of the most important things. Yeah, I definitely say if you smack a dive, you really just have to get up and do it again. Yeah. Otherwise you're not gonna be able to do it. And probably all of those stories, like in, within like the next minute, we had to go and do it again, which is like, really difficult but we know it's worth it <laughs> what heights like do you die from is it like the top platform or is it like does it depend can you like explain that <laughs> so high school you just dive from the one meter diving board but if you do club or summer diving you can go from any height so you can go one meter three meter five meter seven meter or ten meter so and we, then yeah, we've jumped off all of those. We've done. I would like to say we tried to do three meter, but like, <laughs> it didn't really work. Yeah. So we high school diving is just one meter. But beyond that, once you get into college diving, it has to be basically any height. All right. So you guys mentioned that there um, you said there's five sophomores on the diving team. Three. Three. Oh, oh, <laughs> five total. Five total. Three. OK, I understand that. Abby Suker is one of them. Shout out Abby Suker. <laughs> um, so shout out Ty Suker, Mr. Suker, Mrs. Suker, all the Sukers. So should we shout out the other divers? 
Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask if uh, there are any up and coming divers that uh, people should look out for to maybe have a strong push come like district time or state or something like that. Um, so we have Willa Melander. She's a sophomore. We did gymnastics together. Um, she's looking pretty good, getting a lot of new dives currently. So she should be ready. And then Sophia Martin. It's her first year, but I see a lot of promise with her. I think she could go pretty far. Yeah. Oh, and we'll we'll talk about Abby too. <laughs> yeah, and then Abby. Abby, this is her second year diving, and I mean she's really focusing. She's getting a lot of new stuff, so I can see her going pretty far too. Yeah, this is definitely a good year. All right, so not to put any pressure on you or anything, but Leo Goodfriend, uh, Ty Suker, and Hunter Chestnut Perry all predicted uh, you two and Abby Suker one, two, three in the state. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, okay, so so what do we think about that? So I think two, three, and four are possible because – I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, but there's this one girl from Westminster who um, – she's yeah, she's a junior. She already committed to Duke. She's really good. Definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely going to get first. Um, but we're hoping to keep – We're hoping to go to state yeah. this year <laughs> again. And then, like, top 16 is a good goal. Yeah. Like, stay through through the finals. Yeah. Do you guys have like a favorite memory or something like that from your time on the dive team? Um, I mean, a lot of it is stuff we do every year. It's like the same routine that we do every year, but honestly, the most fun days are the ones where you like kind of get hurt, but then you get up <laughs> yeah. and do it again because you definitely remember those the most. Yeah, and then also, like, the day after, just being able to laugh at it and, like, look back. We all think, like, you, you heard how we were talking about it. We were laughing. <laughs> it was not funny at the time. <laughs> all right, so, um, you know, a lot of people kind of clump you and, like, diving and swimming together. Um, so how conjoined are your practices, and, like, should you guys be considered, like, one team, or do you guys like to be considered kind of separate from the swimming team? Um, technically the only similarity between us and the swimmers is that we use the same pool because <laughs> we don't really practice with them at all. We have our own coach and yeah. we have our own routine and just because they have Saturday practice doesn't mean we have Saturday practice and vice versa. So honestly, we're, we are a team in the sense that we practice at the same time in the same place. But other than that, we're not really. All right, so um, last question we always ask on the podcast is, uh, if you have to describe your coach with one word, what would it be? So we just got a new coach this year. Ooh. So we had Janet Holliker, and now we have Michelle Brown. Shout out Michelle. Um, <laughs> shout out Michelle. Yeah, shout out Michelle and Janet. <laughs> um, if I could describe Michelle in one word, I would probably say – dynamic she can always that's a good word that's she can good always one. like sense what happened with your dive even if you can't and it really is the littlest things that you have to notice to know what went wrong so yeah yeah oh you gotta give it I, 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 um, I don't know hmm I don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, yeah, that's probably one of the better 
words we've had. That was a great word. Leo Leo used, uh, for his one word, used laser with a dash, laser focused, <laughs> which, like, I don't think that counted. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, and good luck this season. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah. Drop out of school. Now we done, Rick. Becker, you know, um, it's probably, it's actually not probably our fault. It's like definitely our fault that we don't know a lot about diving. So um, it was really great to get to talk to them and get to know a little bit more about diving. And I hope you guys learned something about diving as well. Yeah, definitely an underrated sport and underappreciated sport uh, at Clayton. I was glad to get some insight on what the team is doing this year. And, you know, more about the sport itself that I'd never really seen before. Uh, one thing that Brooke told me uh, off off the record was that um, when you go and you, like, watch diving meets, while they're diving, you can't, like, cheer or scream or anything. Like, you got to be quiet. It's almost like golf. Leo Goodfriend would have a lot of trouble with that one. <laughs> Shout out to Leo Goodfriend. <laughs> All right, so um, other news in sports. First, let's start out with girls basketball. Huge, huge congratulations to them. Uh, they had a tournament this past week at Clayton, um, finishing off with Clayton beating McClure North in the finals. Um, Clayton girls took home that tournament. Took home that tournament win. Um, Hunter Hunter said that he thinks girls team could go undefeated. And after they won, he, he pulled me aside in the hallway and he's like, "Hey man, my hot take. It's it's still going." We're still keeping that streak alive. So, yeah, shout-out girls basketball. Like, that's a huge win, especially for that that tournament with a lot of good teams in it. Yeah, definitely the start that they were looking for this year. Um, definitely going to be one of the most successful teams uh, at Clayton this year. Really excited to see what they can do as they move into more regular season games. Make sure to pop out when they have a home game. Uh, mark your calendars, December 20th, Coaches versus Cancer for the boys and girls team at Clayton uh, versus Ledoux. Uh, speaking of Ledoux, uh, <laughs> everybody knows the big hockey game was uh, last week. And there was it was a, the game itself was really good, I thought. I know we didn't get the win, uh, but the boys played real good without having their starting goalie. Um. Yeah, I think they. I think they had a good game. Definitely a tough loss for them. Uh, you know, up three to one in the second period, ended up losing the game five three. Um, but I know you know getting your starting goalie back for the December thirtieth game. Uh, boys are going to be really amped up for that one, especially coming off this loss. So, um, look for them to bounce back. Look for them to. I mean, Leo said seven one or seven two or something like that. Yeah. Why not? And you know, also that three when we were up three to one, it felt like we were the better team. And I think going into the game, kind of the expectation was, you know, Ledoux was this dominant team. We don't have a lot of our starters. I don't know how this is going to go. But when we went up three to one, it was almost like we don't, you know, we we have it all there. And for the December thirtieth game, I think that they also realize that, and they'll be able to put together, you know, maybe even a win. So expect a good game December thirtieth. Um, yeah. Now moving on, moving on to boys basketball, um, they were competing in the Southside Classic tournament. Um, 
the teams I mean, and it was a great tournament you know you got teams Limburg, very strong team uh windsor is a good team afton oakville all very strong teams obviously melville uh the one seed in that tournament they ended up winning the tournament um lost to them in the second round of that in the semifinals of that tournament um so boys played on friday they played against um windsor ended up beating windsor by about 11 or 12 uh so really strong uh showing from the boys in that game. Really great performances from uh, Rohan Tripathi, who absolutely lit it up from three-point range, and Tyler Walker, who, you know, scored a lot, distributed the ball a lot, ran the offense really well. So, um, yeah, hard hat night for Tyler Walker. Um, And, you know, it's obviously going to be a little bit of a break. There's a game on Saturday at MICDS, I believe, um, and then again on Monday. But then after that, very focused on Ledoux, as Jimmy mentioned, coaches versus cancer, donate to a great cause, watch some great basketball, and hopefully come out of there with the, come out of there with two varsity basketball wins. Yeah, and I think this is also a great start to the season uh, for the boys basketball team. Uh, not the undefeated start like the girls basketball team started, but that game against Melville, obviously going to up against two D one commits, uh, some some of the best players in the St. Louis area. Um, it was a big challenge for the boys, but you know what are they two and one now? Mm-hmm. And it's a great start. Uh, shout out to Tyler having some great games in that uh, Southside Classic. Uh, also shout out to some of those guys on the bench. You know Charlie Hill playing some big minutes. Uh, Daniel Rowicher, yeah, playing some great defense. Uh, so yeah, shout out to those guys who don't get a lot of recognition. Uh, now, moving on to swimming and diving. Uh, you know we just kind of talked to Bridget and Brooke. They kind of mentioned their host for this season. Um, their predictions for where they could end up in terms of uh, placing for state and districts. But, you know, we just got to shout out Miss Long again. Uh, we recently found out she's a very big supporter of the podcast. She'll play it in the car with her kids, and her kids will tell her to, her kids will tell her to turn it off, but she says no. <laughs> so shout out Miss Long for the perseverance with that one. Shout out Miss Long, and if you're listening right now, shout out Miss Long's kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> the swim team obviously uh, has some high expectations this year. Like we talk about, uh, Kellen Model, one of the best swimmers in the state, but also look at Sophie Thompson, uh, expected to have, uh, if not a better year than Kellen Model, definitely two of the best swimmers in the state. So watch out for both of those girls uh, as they go through the swim season. Same with diving, like we talked to Brooke and Bridget. Uh, watch out for them as well as Abby Suker. Um, should be should be a great season all around from these winter sports. Uh, now we want to talk a little bit about wrestling. Um, so as we kind of mentioned, you know, you got kind of a powerhouse wrestler in Kaylee Ross. Um, and then other than that, you know, you have a lot of people that are um, kind of competing for a spot um, in terms of like being one of the best wrestlers on the team. So I wouldn't say this is a rebuilding year necessarily, but I think this is one of those years that you're going to see a lot of, a lot of good wrestlers coming out and um, performing really well. A lot of good wrestlers coming out and kind of, um, what's it called? Like putting their name out there yeah, and, proving, and themselves. proving themselves exactly for uh, the future years to come. So definitely really excited for the wrestling matches. Um, you know, they're in Stuber a lot of times, or if not, they're in the center. So definitely, you know, like if you're working out, go pop out, go, Check out the wrestlers, support them, support all of Clayton Athletics, really. Um, you know, just the goal of the podcast. Yeah. Um, we talk about how it's a rebuilding year, but I think more so than that, it's almost like a developmental year because mm-hmm. I think that they have the future of the wrestling program all there, and it's more getting them into shape and 
giving them the skills that they need to succeed once they're upperclassmen. Because I think one of the big challenges is uh, when you're a wrestler, you need to, you know, be strong. You need to be big. And a lot of times if you're a freshman or a sophomore, you're not going to be as big as a junior or senior. Exactly. So once you reach – like when Jeremiah was a senior, he was one of the most dominant wrestlers in the state. Mm -hmm. And that was after, you know, three years of hard work to get to that point. And with all these young wrestlers, I can definitely see a bright future for the wrestling program. So definitely a bright future for, as you mentioned, for the wrestling program, but not even just for them. Um, so far, it looks like uh, all the winter sports teams should have fairly successful years. Um, you know, teams looking to improve, like the basketball team looking to improve. Um, and I know it's kind of ridiculous to say, like, you want Kellen Model to improve after finishing second in the state, but I mean... She's obviously looking for a first place to finish there. Sophie Thompson as well. Um, and then Kaylee Ross, obviously looking to go back to state. Hockey team looking to do some special things. Um, and girls basketball, obviously looking to go back, go to their fourth consecutive district championship game, which is, I mean, crazy. So everywhere you look in Clayton sports in winter, um, you see successful teams. You see su- successful players. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we can just uh, continue to support them and continue to see some great results. Yeah, I think this is the season where um, a lot of the sports at Clayton are going to make that big shift into being some huge competitors come district and state time, uh, especially looking at some of those girls on the swim team, girls basketball team. I could even see the boys basketball team doing some great things. Um, but outside of just that, um, just some great athletes. You know, we got uh, Hunter, those four girls that we talked to. Uh, a few episodes ago on the girls' basketball team, Brooke and Bridget from today. So definitely just some great athletes. Make sure go out to the games and don't miss out on the talent. All right, so I know we promised you guys some merch. Still in the works, but I think once winter break is over, we're going to be releasing some some new merch for you guys to buy. I know you guys have seen us with the jackets on. Some people have come up to me and said, you know, like, that's pretty cool. Where can I get one? So we'll definitely send out something uh, after winter break. So when you get that Christmas money from your from your relatives, you know, why not? Why not? Why not spend a little bit on on Greyhound time? Yeah, Happy New Year! You know, twenty twenty changed a decade with some new merch. Exactly. So we'll keep you up to date. Uh, gonna post some polls on Instagram to see what you guys want. Um, yeah, so just watch out for those. Check out the Instagram at Greyhound Time. Uh, a lot of announcements on there about new episodes, the merch, all that. So check that out. Thanks for listening. Peace.